Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Oh boy, some of you are going to love this topic. Some of you are going to think it's a complete waste of time. And a few of you might even get a little anxious around this. And that is the New Year's resolution. So whether you're planning to make one this year or not, hear me out. Because we're not just going to talk about resolutions in general, but we'll also get into some good tips on goal setting and specifically how to carry out a weight loss plan. Like, how do you do this and actually make it stick? Let's start with the good, the bad, and the ugly of the New Year's resolution, right? Like, what are the perks to setting one? What are the downfalls of setting one? Why do so many of us fail at it? And then we can move in to how to do it right, okay? So, first of all, the bad, only about 8% of people stick with a New Year's resolution for the entire year like 8%. Okay, so (laughs) what's even worse is that 80% of us fail our resolution by the time February gets here. So only 20% of people are still writing whatever this New Year's resolution is that they set through the first month. And that statistic would make a lot of us say, yeah, okay, well then what's the point? And maybe some of you are feeling this, right? Like you're like, I set a resolution every year. I've never ever stuck to one and that's why I don't want to do one. I totally get it. I totally get if that's where you're at. I was once there myself. I was setting the same resolutions year after year. I felt like a broken record. It got to the point where it felt pointless. Like I was like, okay, this is just lip service. I don't even know why I'm saying these things at this point because I never follow through. And so I still made them just because I felt like I had to. But there was never a real solid plan in place to get myself there or the things that I was doing. You know, maybe my heart was really, really into it sometimes, um, but there was some tweaks I needed to make with the plans that I was executing to really stay the course. And we'll get into all those details. But if that's the situation that you're in, if you are thinking, yeah, right, I say the same crap every year, like I've been trying to lose the same 20 pounds every single new year, but for some reason at the end of the year, I'm five pounds heavier and not lighter. I get you, girl. I was there. It is okay. There is something that you can do. But let me share why I think you should make a resolution this year. So I know this statistic is daunting. 8% of people are actually going to carry it out for the year. But if we look at that compared to any other health goal or weight loss goal, I mean, it kind of fits right in. So 95% of people who lose weight on a diet will gain it back in a year or more than what they lost on the diet. Now, does that mean that we should stop trying to lose weight? No, it means that we have to do things different than a standard diet, obviously, Um, but we don't stop trying. And the same thing is true with a resolution. Maybe it's about weight loss. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a career move or something else financial or something relationship-wise, whatever the case may be. Just because most people can't properly execute a plan to reach a goal doesn't mean we should stop 
trying, right? We just got to try things differently. So let me tell you a couple of reasons why I think that setting a New Year's resolution is a good idea. So first of all, uh, at the new year, our brains naturally start reflecting, right? So we are very fast-paced and not really great at paying attention to what's happening with our bodies or even our lives, right? Because we're just go, go, go all the time. Um, we're nonstop. We don't have a lot of downtime to think. And then even when we do have downtime, we immediately go for entertainment. We never think about things because we don't allow ourselves boredom, which by the way, I could do a whole episode about that. Like there's magic in being bored too. But nonetheless, you don't always check in with your body because you're busy with the kids and work. And then when you do have a minute to relax, what do you do? You grab your phone, you turn the TV on, anything that is not checking in with your body or with what's going on with your life plan. We don't take a step back and take a time out and just go, hey, is what I'm doing in my day-to-day activity getting me the life I want to live? We just don't have that time for reflection. But come the new year, our minds naturally do this we because it's a big change, right? Whoa, we are going from 2021 to 2022. What just happened? And we sit and we think about how our previous year went, what went well, what did not, and what we would like to change in the future. And that leads us to thinking a little bit more long-term than we often do. So it's really good to have small action plans in place. That's how you get to big goals. But there is a little bit of magic in thinking long-term, thinking down the road. And that's kind of what we do at the new year. We're thinking at least a year down the road, right? We're thinking, what do I want to achieve in this upcoming year? Now, I love short-term goal setting. I'm a bigger fan of it than long-term goal setting. But here's the magic of, of thinking down the road a little bit, is that it allows you to expand what you think is possible. Here's what I mean by that. If you were to say, okay, I want to lose X amount of weight and I want to do it in a month, or I want to get out of debt, uh, but but I only have a month, you know there's only so much that you can achieve and you, you naturally put some limitations on what can be, right? But if you think down the road, like a year, how much weight can I lose in a year? That's a pretty big number, right? Or how much can I get myself out of debt? in a year? Or how much progress can I make in that career change? Or whatever the thing is, thinking a whole year away allows your mind to wander a little bit into the realm of what's possible. And the first part about making any big changes in your life is simply allowing yourself to dream that it's possible, right? First, you have to think that it can actually happen. And then you have to decide to make it happen. And and that's typically what a New Year's resolution is, right? We're dreaming about what we could achieve in the upcoming year. We may be even setting it as a goal and saying, hey, I'm going to get this done. And then everything falls apart thereafter. And it's not that the the dreaming and the planning and the goal setting are bad. They are actually a necessary step. You have to do that if you're going to make changes. You can't, your life's never going to turn into what you want it to if you never put a goal, if you never name it, if you don't have something you're striving for. But then it takes a whole lot more than that. And that's why most resolutions fail, right? Or our methods to to trying to get what we want mm, are maybe lacking a little bit. 
So the other thing that it does is it gives us a clear starting point. So our brains love a clear starting point. It is the reason why we always say, okay, I'll start Monday, right? Or I'll start next month. Like there's nothing magical that happens on Mondays as far as weight loss goes. But how many of us attempt to start our plan on a Monday? Is it because Mondays are special? No, it's just that Mondays are a starting point, right? For some of you, maybe it's Sunday. Um, For some, it's the first of the month. Well, when the new year hits, we're like, okay, this is a whole new year. This is my starting line, right? So it's not that January 1st is going to make some magic automatically happen. But in your mind, boom, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh slate. And that gets us excited to make the changes that we need to make. So for all of those reasons, I do really like New Year's resolutions as a starting point. But there's some things that we need to do to be able to stick with them and to get the results out of them that we want. So if we're setting a New Year's resolution, we're trying to change something, right? We're going to just stick with weight loss as the topic because it's easier, but just know you can apply this to any other area of life. Okay, This is what change looks like. First, you have to think it up in the first place. You have to think and dream about what it is that you want to bring into your life. Okay, so there's the dreaming it. And then there's the committing to it. That's the resolution. That's the goal. We're giving it a name. We're saying, okay, I'm going to do this thing. And then we have to plan it, right? You got to come up with a plan. You got to execute the plan. You have to evaluate how the plan is going Because it's not going to be perfect, right? Nothing ever is. But then you have to evaluate how it's going and then you have to adjust your plan. And then once you've got all that ironed out, if we're talking about weight loss or anything health related, you then have to turn those actions into habits. And so there's a whole lot of steps here that we can screw up to end up falling off the wagon, right? And so it is not that the resolution has anything wrong with it. It's somewhere in these steps we're failing to execute properly, So if your resolution is going to be weight loss based, then let me give you a few things that I personally would stay away from if I were you and I'm trying to set up my plan. So first of all, I don't do something you've always done. And that sounds really silly because you're like, well, what are you talking about? There's there's basically only a few different ways to lose weight. And I do one of these things all the time. And that's what works for me. And so that's that's what I'm going to do again. Hear me out. If what you've always done in the past to lose weight worked, you wouldn't be setting the same resolution. And I know you're thinking, yeah, it worked. I lost 20 pounds. Okay, but if you turned around and you put it all back on, did it really work? Anything can make you lose weight. If you want to lose it and keep it off so you're not making the same resolution next year, then you probably have to do something different. So don't fall for the trap of, well, it worked for me once, it'll work again. What I'm saying is I would question if the things in your past truly did work before you jump on that bandwagon again. Now, if we're talking weight loss, the next thing is do not be too strict. And this is where it all falls apart. This is where it always fell apart for me. I am a very all or nothing kind of gal. If I'm doing something, it is going to be 100% balls to the wall, going hard until I'm sick of it, and then I'm totally not doing it. 
And if I can't do it perfect and I can't do it all in, then it's just not worth doing. And so my plan has to be perfect. It has to be the most aggressive diet followed by the most aggressive weight loss plan. And if I don't have time for all of that or the energy for all of that, then screw it. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Are any of you listening like that? (laughs) is very, very common mindset. So here's, here's the trap that we fall into. We do these boot camp style things, if you will, where it's just what I described, serious dieting, really intense working out, and we get results because how could you not if you're doing those types of things? The problem is those things don't fit into our real life or they require us to eat in a way that we're not going to be able to continue to eat and so we do the program and we lose 20 30 pounds whatever it is and then somewhere along the line we fall off the wagon it's a month it's two months maybe it's even three months but somewhere along the line we stop doing this because it's an impossible upkeep and then we put the weight back on right so if the goal is to lose it and keep it off. Avoid anything that is very strict. Avoid anything that is very time consuming. There are a lot of programs out there, especially right now, I'm seeing them all over my Facebook feed, where the program wants you to eat like three or four times a day. And then also you have to have these protein shakes and snacks and all of these things. And you're just basically eating all day long. And it requires you to eat processed food, which is obviously not a requirement for weight loss. That is marketing. That is selling you things. You do not need to do that. Um, And if you have to eat things you don't like, if you have to eat things that are processed, if they're telling you you need to be eating constantly, these are all red flags that this is something that it will induce weight loss, but you're not going to keep it off because you can't stay on a program like that forever. Um, And a lot of times the stuff that they're asking you to eat is filled with a bunch of things that are not actually very good for you. (laughs) They promote weight loss in the short term, but they're kind of sabotaging your efforts down the road. So I would avoid anything super strict like that. You also want to avoid anything that is just fighting against your body. So here's what I mean by that. A lot of things that we do to try to lose weight actually slow down our metabolism and kind of wonk out our hormones and they do cause some weight loss, but then they make maintaining it really, really hard. And so here's how you know if that's what your plan is doing. If you feel hungry all the time, you are probably lowering your metabolism. If you are tired all the time, if your sleep was good and now it suddenly becomes poor. Those are all indications that you are not fueling your body appropriately, which is ultimately going to lead to weight gain down the road. Let's talk about cleanses. So unless you love hemorrhoids and dehydration, cleanses are not necessary and for the most part not actually very helpful. Um, Again, this is just really good marketing. Like there's, it's not that there are no cleanse products on the market that I like. There are some that call themselves detoxes, but what's in them is just really good liver support and antioxidants, and, and I know who makes them, and I know where they come from, and they're great. They're still not going to be anything magical about weight loss, though. Um, but if you're thinking of doing a cleanse where it's like, it's going to clean you out, you don't need to be cleaned out. 
unless you're going for a colonoscopy, it's not necessary. It doesn't do anything to promote weight loss other than dehydrate you. So your scale is going to go down, but you don't need to cleanse out your bowels. Um, and then there's cleanses that like a juice cleanse or something along those lines. If you're going to do a healthy juice product, that's okay. That's good nourishment for your body. But again, if it gives you like some sort of a mental jump start that you feel like you need to just get the ball rolling, okay, fine, as long as what you're doing is healthy and not dangerous. But it's also not necessary and there's nothing magical about it. And in fact, some juice cleanses that I've seen are really just a bunch of sugar because they're fruit juices. Um, and so that's just not even good for you. And that's a whole nother topic. But so those are some things that I would avoid. Okay, if you're going into this and you're thinking, all right, I really want to stick with my plan. How am I going to do it this year? Think more long term instead of aggressive. Most of us have a very aggressive mindset when it comes to weight loss. We think that we have to do aggressive things. That is what we have been told our entire lives. That is what we have been marketed by the weight loss industry, who, by the way, loves a repeat customer. Like, if you can lose weight really, really fast on somebody's program and they can put your before and after picture all over their Facebook page and then you leave and you gain the weight and a couple of years later you come back, great. That's repeat business, baby. They love that. So <laughs> break that mindset. It doesn't need to be perfect. Slow and steady wins the race. Do something that fits your life. So yes, let's move into the what you should do list. Personalize it. So your diet doesn't need to look like your best friend's diet because you have a different body and you have a different life and you have a different schedule and you like different things because guess what? There's no magical weight loss food either. There are so many things that you can eat and lose weight. If you don't like avocado, then girl, don't eat avocado. Nothing magical in there. Is it good for you? Yes. Is it required? No. No, no, no. There's so many healthy foods that kind of get a bad name or we eliminate whole healthy food groups that you can absolutely lose weight and keep. So customize this for you. Number two, make sure that you're fueling your body. We already kind of talked about in the what not to do thing, and that is destroy your metabolism. <laughs> so what you want to make sure you're doing is fueling your body. That's going to fire up your metabolism it's going to balance out your hormones. You need to be fed, girlfriend. And then you need to make sure that you're working on your mindset, your habits, accountability. Those are the missing pieces, right? So the best plan in the world isn't going to work if you can't stick with it. And I think we all know that. That's kind of why we're all here discussing this. We can't stick with our resolutions, partially because we're making them too strict, but then also partially because we're walking around with a lot of mindset junk. We all are. Everybody is. You know something that would promote weight loss, right? You know at least one thing that you could do to lose weight. The fact that you're not doing it means that there's a mindset issue. And we all have them. So don't feel like I'm specifically picking on you, but I'm sure you can all relate to what I just said. Why is it that we're not doing the things that we know to do? Maybe you don't know the whole entire thing, but you know something. If you're not doing it, or you can't be consistent, or you feel like your motivation is lacking, um, then those are some mindset things that you got to work through. And then again, thinking long term. Don't think of this in terms of, okay, 
this is what I'm going to do starting January 1st, and then you have no other thoughts for down the road. Where do you want to be in a month, two months, three months, a year? And it doesn't mean you have to have the whole thing totally ironed out, but just thinking, what are some changes I can make that I can stick to for a whole year? If you're about to implement something and it sounds so strict and dreadful that you know there's no way that you can make it past three months, and really you're thinking, I'll be lucky if I make this for three weeks, but best case scenario, yeah, sure, I can do this for 90 days. If you will be counting down until the days when it is done, then it is not the right plan. So just to sum it all up here, yes, resolutions can be an amazing thing to get you changing your trajectory, whether that's with your health or your finances, relationships, whatever you want to make a resolution about, they are worth making. Even if you've made this resolution over and over again and it's never stuck. A, you are not alone. That is the majority of the country. <laughs> like 8% of people write it out all the way until the end of the year. But you're going to be one of those 8% this year because you're going to do it a little bit different, right? Sit and strategize. Have a legitimate plan that fits your life and be okay going a little bit slower if it means that you're doing something that you can stick with because you are worth this, you getting back into a body that you love so that you can do a life that you love is absolutely worth the time and consideration that it takes to strategize the right way, to strategize with a plan that has some longevity to it, something that you can really stick with and be happy with and not be miserable on whatever the journey is. So I would love to hear how this sits with you. If this was helpful, if you have a resolution in mind, I'd love to hear what it's going to be so I can cheer you on. Um, part of hitting a goal is having a supportive tribe, and I would love to be a part of your supportive tribe if you need that. And so hit me up. Let me know what your resolution is. Happy to cheer you on, and I'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss, or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com. 